You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, a TV Roundup Commentary. Welcome, everybody, to Binge Media's TV Roundup Commentary for House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 2, called The Rogue Prince. I'm your host, Alex and Sarah, and I'm here with Binge Media's own Rogue Prince, Jack Valley. Well, Johnny, to the stars when they're recording. We're bloody stars, you know. Fuck face. I gotta cut that one down. You gotta cut that one down, but please leave it in the fuck face. Please. We're bloody stars, you know. Hey, fuck face. Again, we've mentioned it before, but um, yeah. You really expect John Lennon to be the one to call somebody a fuckface and not pretty boy Paul McCartney there. <laughs> that yeah. round face, just it's weird seeing it come out of that face. But, it really uh, is. In any it case. Really it's like nobody, absolutely nobody, Paul McCartney. Fuckface! Hey, fuckface! <laughs> we are all queued up in our file to the HBO Stinger. We'll hmm. count down three, two, one. And on go, we'll hit play. We'll all watch episode two of House of the Dragon. Jack, are you ready? So ready. All right, here we go, buddy. Three, two, one, go. Oh, man. Well, okay, so. Well, we got an intro, this though. Episode, we got a, an official got- intro. Very uh, different, different-ish than different-ish. Uh, the main series. So, how do you feel about them using the same theme song on a different show? Um, I think it's a little pandering. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Remember? Remember? I mean, I just, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed with that choice. I just think it's a bad choice. This is a different show. 
Uh, I, I get it. I understand why they did it, but I, I just think it, it doesn't... I don't know. I wouldn't have done it. I personally would have come up with something else. I actually thought they were going to go with a like kind of sideways version of the the theme. Right. Like maybe it's guitars, maybe it's uh, a different key. No percussion. It just feels creatively a little, I don't know, limp, you know? A little flat for sure, yeah. A little bit. I have not looked up any references to what we're supposed to be saying. I'm I'm guessing we're on Dragonstone, but I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, I I was going to say at the top, Mm-hmm. I feel like the conditions under which I watched the first episode were much better than under which I watched the second because I really loved episode one and I had the time to sit and kind of, kind of just watch the episode, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The way the last two days went for me, though, I just I kind of had to fit this one in where I could. And uh, I, I think I texted you at least once, maybe a couple of times, a few moments that I really liked from it. But yeah. I am glad... We're doing the commentary just for the sake of like ah, getting to see some of these images again, just to kind of reorient what I uh, what I saw, you know. It's a very Greyjoy Pike, the islands of Pike esque mm. kind of feel to this whole thing. You got the crabs, you got the fucking, uh, yeah. you know, ships and war and. I mean, that's who stuff. I thought we were looking at up top. Sure. Uh, I thought it was. The Great Joys, but... Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm going to send um, you this. It's a, from what I can tell, one of the better Targaryen family lineage uh, trees. Family trees. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely take that. Um, so, this one, I, I think there was a lot of exposition in episode one. It seems like a lot more in episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was okay with it, though. I, I feel like I'm still kind of easing into things here. What one guy that I recognized and it confirmed it in the credits. So the King's guard here, the, yeah. uh, uh, what's his title? God damn Commander of the King's guard, yeah, right? Lord um, yep. Lord commander. That's Graham McTavish. Graham McTavish, McTavish, I believe was the saint of killers in preacher. Um, oh, shit. which is pretty fucking cool. Nice. I know him from a, BBC Pink Floyd documentary from years ago, too. He was like, for some random reason, he was the narrator of it. Oh, sick. Good shit. Good shit. So, you can provide me with maybe a little more context here. So, these pirates, they're literally just outlaws. They're not a faction with another family or anything along those lines. No, they're just pirates from the... uh... From the free cities, or really the stepstones. So, like, further south in Westeros, like from Dorne, <clears throat> there used to be a land bridge, like thousands yeah. and thousands of years ago, and that was okay. broken by, uh, actually, Bran, uh, and some some legendary fucking Bran Stark, because there's like 15 of them, mm-hmm. but allegedly broke the arm of Dorne, and that, like, the broken up land bridge is now called the Stepstones, and so like a lot of pirates and like raiders just kind of camp out there it's kind of like a pirate's cove they just camp out there and just jack okay. whatever passing ships are coming by almost like a uh i don't know it, like in pirate stories like a tortuga or something like that yeah 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 okay 
Now, I will say this scene confused me a little bit at first because of how Viserys is talking to his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it was just my misinterpreting how the last episode ended with their relationship, but it did seem like he definitively named her as his heir. That's her position now. And then to... I don't know, kind of be talking to talking down to her slightly in in the the small council seemed to be a weird move to me. Like I thought they maybe had a breakthrough where Viserys was going to respect her more, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I there was something kind of, off about this. Yeah, um, I think they kind of mentioned it maybe later on in the episode of how you know that she should have not spoken up. I mean, if that's any other common you know cup bearer. Mm. Right, you know, their fucking tongue, tongues are taken out. Right. Um. I, so you're confused more so that she spoke up to begin with. I well, no. I I, I guess I was kind of taken aback by the fact that Viserys didn't really. Uh, I, I don't know. Take take her side more, or or kind mm-hmm. of empathize mm-hmm. with her more than more than than he did there. Um, yeah. 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 It, I don't know. It, it, maybe I missed a character beat, but it just seemed like maybe they had a breakthrough last episode that isn't uh, isn't the breakthrough I thought it was. So. Well, I think uh, the hand, our boy right here, said uh, something about how you know that that's what the small council is for. You know, to right. talk about these things, and she's just basically a fucking wine filler. Mm. What up, fucking uh, totems? And shit in this episode. <laughs> it's good shit, though. I'll it is good shit. I want that. Oh, I was. I, mean, wrong. I want a fucking desk of them. The uh, the arm of Dorne was was uh, destroyed by the children of the forest. Oh shit! Using the dark oh, arts. Fuck. That was with their uh, the war with the first men. Always thought right rise Ethans. Hmm. I always thought he looked like the third Gallagher brother from Oasis. <laughs> Especially, like, if you see him in, like, The the Replacements. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got the hair. He's got the fucking, the accent. He's got the look. That's fantastic. Yeah, so this is the guy that fucked up Prince Damon. Mm-hmm. Sir Kristen Cole. I think Damon uh, calls him Crispin of- later. Yeah, yeah, a couple a couple of great lines from this guy too. Yeah. I do remember knocking you off of your horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, uh questions about fire and blood. So, you mentioned that reading that was a little bit of a slog. Yeah. Um is it because it is essentially a textbook? Is that the style that it's written in or is it just it's it's just really dry at times? It's super dry at times. Super dry at times. It is a, you know, like a historical text written by Maester. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a lot of just the, kind of like the backstory to like of, of a lot of the politicking and how like laws are made and things like that. It tends to be super, super dry. Mm. And just not like dynamic, doesn't have that Martin flair. Mm-hmm. Just kind of seems like uh, 
you know, you got a fucking 500 word essay and you're saying that. And I was very, 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 very happy. You know right. what I mean? Like, it just seems like yeah. a lot of stretching it out a bit. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but the, actually the short yeah. stories um, that the whole Dance of Dragons is based on, I think it's, there's three of them. One of them is actually called The Rogue Prince, which is a story of Daemon Targaryen. One of them is uh, The Dance of Dragons, which kind of like explores the whole conflict broadly. Mm. And in those stories, there's two different sources. There's a maester who's uh, the archmaester, right? There's always one maester that's in charge of like, or at least resides in the capital, in, in the Red Keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on the small council. And uh, so he's one of the sources, and the other source <laughs> is a a fool who's a dwarf. And we're supposed to think of fucking target or of um, what's his name, Tyrion. We're supposed to think of Tyrion Lannister because he's just like this crude dwarf who makes a lot of jokes, mm. and they're always like, you know, um, you know, the Maester, the Archmaester. Gildane, I think it is. Archmaester Gildane says that um, such and such lord, you know, was died from uh, a bellyache or whatever. But Mushroom mm-hmm. counters that and says, well, he really died because he stuck his dick in a fucking hive full of bees or something. <laughs> and then you're supposed to, as the reader, just try to find some truth in between, I guess. Right. So it's either he died from a fucking bellyache or he stuck his dick in a fucking beehive. I don't know. <laughs> the short yeah. stories, actually, they're worth checking out, too, because Mushroom's fucking hilarious. Because, like, out of nowhere, he'll just be like, well, actually, um, yeah, the princess fucking blew me, like, three times the night that she told <laughs> Prince Damon that, you know, <laughs> it's just like, okay. Fuck. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, those short stories are really good, man. Sounds like the fucking Billy Good Times of Westeros. <laughs> Pretty much is. No shirt. Can't imagine. <laughs> um, so since we recorded the first episode, um, you know, took a look around the internet, see what other people are thinking about the series so far. Yeah. And um yeah, you know, kind of a overall. It seems like people are mostly on board with it. I saw some negative reviews or some criticisms of it, but there was one thing that I didn't think of with the first episode that I think is kind of valid. Um, so I was listening to a podcast, and the person reviewing the show was talking about the fact that the premiere of this series really lays all the cards on the table. Like, there there are no surprises about anybody in that first episode. Um, and you, when you contrast that with first episode of Game of Thrones, it mm-hmm. ends, you know, with finding out uh, the Lannisters are fucking and they push Bran out a window. Um, there, there's, some, there's some layers to what's going on that they kind of just, like, throw at you at the end of that episode and obviously drives the, the whole plot of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is fairly straight laced so far, you know, um, mm-hmm. you meet so. Damon, you kind of, you kind of know what he's going to be. I mean, it's not difficult for me as a non book reader to figure that out right away. Um, and it kind of seems like so far he is the person that, uh, he, he is as advertised, I guess. 
And um, that is just a rebel? Uh, you know, rebellious. It seems mm-hmm. like he's not getting the respect he maybe feels he deserves. Now he's going to go do his own thing. You know. Um, and maybe that changes. Obviously, I haven't read the book, so I don't yeah. know where it goes. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but yeah, just something I, I didn't I didn't think about at all until someone else mentioned it. I feel like Pete would hate Rhaenyra. She's kind of got a weird mouth. <laughs> weird jaw. I don't know if it's like too big or something going on there. Well, she definitely looks like one of the types of people that uh, I don't know. The makeup is not blending well, and she's clearly not blonde. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like it's there's too much contrast. But then again, most of the targs kind of look like that. So, say targs or targs. Hey, now well, they are inbred. Now, they said they were in the Sept. Is, is this the Sept of Baylor? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I'm going to ask a lot of these questions as we go through this, but all it's, good, it's, good. it's difficult to uh, remember all the, all, the, all the details, you know? Like, we, we, we yeah. saw a lot in Game of Thrones. So. Yeah, and that, what, that show ended, what, three years ago or something like that? So, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's... You, you can't be expected to fucking remember every detail and from that show. So it's not like a Better Call Saul where you know everything's laid out cleanly and you know hey. exactly where to pick things up years later after not, you know black not, and white flashbacks between seasons. Not many shows are. Not many shows are Better Call Saul. And I mean, it's difficult to make a show that's so much better than the show that it actually spawned from. You know, but they managed to do it according to the internet. So good, <laughs> good on them. Yeah, if this episode did anything, it did make me like Viserys even more, though. Um, it, like, again, he seems like a benevolent king. Like, yeah. he's not just jumping into decisions. Um, he recognizes completely how fucked up it is to marry a 12-year-old, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, who he, who he picks at the end of the episode, I don't know that it's that much better, but at least it's somebody that he has a relationship with on some level first. You know, yeah, it's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and fucking... Patty just does such a fucking good job, too. You, th- you think he's doing well according to, like, what you know from the book? I think he's better i think he's you really see the conflict with him mm-hmm. like the inner conflict with him like he just wants to be fucking liked he wants he just wants to do a good job yeah. he doesn't seem to really have any other ambition outside of that and that's probably like to his um to his detriment but <clears throat> in the book he's just kind of like like people reference him and he does have some quotes but you he is painted as like it's very black and white between him and Damon. Mm. You know, it's it's Viserys is like he's painted so white in the sense that that Damon as the rogue prince 
he just kind of jumps off the page just because he is so dark and, and hilarious and charismatic. And Viserys yeah. is just kind of like, you know, yeah, that, that's fine. Whatever you guys think. And it kind of frustrates you. And it, it, I love um, the characterization here because, like, you want him, even at the second episode, you want him to kind of fucking stand up for himself and, like, grow mm-hmm. a set, you know? Also, like, I really like the sea snake. Mm. Corliss Valerian, who we just saw in the last scene with Rhaenyra, or with Rhaenys. Yeah. Um, like, legitimate, reasonable gripes that he's bringing to the yeah. king. Yeah. And fucking Otto Hightower is the, it's kind of the shit stirrer, just trying to talk about somebody who's, like, way overly ambitious. Is mm-hmm. like, nah, 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 don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll handle it, whatever. And he's like, you're not fucking doing shit. Fuck off. Well, it's doing it, this in the same way that Game of Thrones uh, did a lot of, you know, legwork and setting the table for, for future conflicts. Um, you, you haven't mentioned it last episode. The one guy that is sitting at the, you know, the, the small council's table and you, I, I don't know the character's name, but mm-hmm. you had mentioned him and you're like, yeah, hey, he's kind of, you know, decent sized character, but he's sort of getting background billing right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, he has a conversation with this guy coming up soon, but, does, yeah, yeah. um, there's a lot of, uh, setting up for future arcs and you can, at least I, I, I as a viewer can kind of like feel that with a lot of the stuff in this episode too. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, nice. especially the way the that stuff is, right? with, Exactly. And yeah. the stuff with Corliss, too, it, it, it's just like, I like the way that that, it's like you said, it's that conflict is already born out of, like, reasonable concerns for his own people. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I don't know, but kind of keeps keep, keeping me intrigued, I guess. Mm-hmm, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. God damn. Oh, god damn it. No. Oh. Ugh. The only way to keep the digit, sire. <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's kind of like, all right, I, I guess I'm not going to play, you know, uh, G major anymore. So just, yeah. just do it. <laughs> Dude, I, <I'll>, uh, <laughs> I, I almost have feel on your hand. You just got to sit there and trust the maester. Fuck. Yeah. Especially if you're just an actor and you have to do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's what. It's one thing back then. Okay, yeah, this is medicine, but it's like, dude, ugh. Oh, don't worry, they're clean maggots. Oh, thanks, that's great. It's actually uh, not to timestamp this too much. Uh, our second day in a row, we see somebody get treated with maggots. That's uh, that's interesting. That's <laughs> but I don't know what that says about us. But <laughs> can't wait to fucking record Maybe that it's... commentary tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Let's see what's. <laughs> Although I don't think that's going to pop up in the Chippendale movie, but maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen it yet. So So in terms of morality, okay, Mm -hmm. they're painting a picture to me. The king is, I'm saying now, reasonably moral. Uh, I I don't know if it's... Good, but he's definitely at least neutral. Maybe like a lawful neutral kind yeah. of feels like. Yep. Leaning feel towards like a good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
And this is Otto Hightower is his name? That's a, Yeah, that's a Otto Hightower. Otto, okay. Mm-hmm. Otto seems to be making moves for his own family, but I can't quite get a beat on like where his loyalties lie or like what his motivation is outside of just securing... I don't know. Securing his family. Yeah, outside future, of it, just of his family dynasty or whatever. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, they haven't revealed anything about where this guy's coming from, so. And I would think being chosen as hand of the king in most cases means that you have some sort of friendship or, you know, deeper relationship with the king. I mean. Mm hmm. At least I think that we've seen that in, the, in Game of Thrones for the most part. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe the only maybe the only exception of that was when Tyrion was temporarily Joffrey's hand of the king, but which was all his father's doing too, right? Because he was in his stud. Oh, how fucked up this whole situation is. That's yeah, awful. <laughs> what did your mother tell you? That I wouldn't have to bed you until I'm 14. Fuck. Yeah. It's such a big thing about the fucking maesters and fire and blood, too. Which is like, they're... As soon as a Targaryen is... Might have the hint of like a uh, training bra or something. They're just like, well, she's ready to go. She's ready. <sighs> And it was all just for, like, political alliances and stuff like that, too. Right. Now, a lot of times, a king will appoint either a hand or, like, somebody on the small council uh, from, like, an opposing family or some kind of rival just to keep them close. You know, that whole thing. Right. That's always interesting. The fucking sweet-ass, what do you call that, like a doublet or something? It's fucking nice. Yeah. Not bad. Ugh. <clears throat> it's a pretty good scene here too. Some good dialogue here. Yeah. <laughs> and we got the uh, themes of the show coming in in this scene, folks. For those of you who haven't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. Well, you in the back, you can you can hear this, right? You got it? Women, am I right? They're so quippy, those fucking Targaryens. Oh, absolutely. This is just fucking like Westeros succession right here. It's fucking rich fucking kids. Rhaenyra has a very strange look to her. The the actress that plays her, I, I can't really place. I, I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but she just I don't I don't know. She has the right look for a Targaryen, but but mm-hmm. like it just doesn't I don't know. There's something weird going on there that I can't can't figure it out. I don't know if it's her fucking weird cheekbones or what, but.
She's done a ton of TV. Hmm. Oh, shit, I don't know, though. She was a Nurse Jackie. Did you watch that? Nah. Yeah, me either. It feels like it was a long time ago. This girl's got a... Well, I, I mean, maybe. Is she, is she 18, 20? Uh, if so, she looks really young. Who, Rainera or Rainies? The older Rainera. one? Rainera. Rainera. Rainier is a younger one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, uh, Rainies was in Nurse Jackie. Let me see. Uh, it's good. Again, like, uh, I, I just find myself relating to Viserys a lot. You know, it, it's okay. Your wife died. It's your responsibility to produce heirs to continue the bloodline. So this whole situation becomes this this like fucking forced transaction, yeah. and you just got to like pick a direction to go in and make it happen. And it's just so it's it's uh, it, it disturbing is like too strong a word, but it's it's like discomforting. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Mm -hmm. Another lore question for you. Yeah, what do you got? So, the Dance of Dragons. Mm -hmm. Is that an actual event, or is that a um, like label given to a, a like a like a conflict of the Targaryens? Yeah, so both. So they actually okay. talk about. So the Maesters call it. Uh, they refer to it in the history as the, the Dance of the Dragons. But even in-universe, like, in that time, as this is going on, like, once the conflict kicks off, mm -hmm. like, even the small folk call it the Dance of the Dragons. Okay. Like, everyone just refers to, to it as that. Because everyone's so fucking poetic in Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody could be eating literal gruel and shit out of a bowl, and they're like, "Oh, the dragons must be dancing today." Lord. All the uh, I always find it interesting the uh, like the formalities that they still have, even though they clearly like some characters like clearly despise each other, but they still refer to each other. In a formal way. Hmm. Yeah. I just find that interesting. I should be like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, During so she speaks the up hour again. of the bat. She speaks up again here, too. Hmm. And actually asks a question that nobody even has on their mind. I guess it's a little bit more personal to her, but... Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in universe, there's all... There's the hour of the wolf... Now we're the bat. Mm. All these different hours. <clears throat> Disrespected. I'm going to fuck off the dragonstone. This is my kingdom. You can all eat dicks. 
by the way, getting married. Getting married to this bitch. I've been fucking for a while. RSVP by Tuesday. Chicken reveal. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're going to fuck your mothers to, to, to little bitches. And it says here, they're fucking clown shoes. <laughs> oh, that is not a good fucking family tree that I sent you. No. Damon's not even on it. If we're gonna the see wall. The, yeah, I was gonna say whenever we're gonna see the wall in this in this show. I mean, nothing really happens at the wall, but they send I went, well, tons and tons of people to the wall though, or this early in the in the history. Yeah, I mean, you say that now, but at the same time, they did embellish quite a bit in Thrones. So who who knows? Yeah, there might be a quick adventure north. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay, so here's another Targaryen question for you. And I don't know that I got clarity on this in Thrones. Mm -hmm. So, actually, no, I guess we did a little bit. So, Daenerys survived fire, no problem. Like, she, you know, she could walk through fire, survived, you know, buildings on fire, all that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Her brother was melted by a golden crown that was dumped on his head. But that's yeah. not fire. That's, you know, hot metal. Right, right. Do all Targaryens have the ability to walk through fire? Or is it just the chosen ones? <clears throat> no. I mean, there, there's stories of Targaryens in the past who, like, drink wildfire and shit because they think their actual fucking yeah. dragons come to life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, they they definitely believe their own hype. They definitely believe their own fucking PR machine. Sir Criston. You know, you say that differently and it's a woman's name. Just just trying to help you out, pal. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Then again, it is 2022. Maybe he is a woman. Who knows? This shit looks good, dude. I love this fucking... This shot into... uh, Or this flight into fucking Dragonstone. Because you think that you're seeing Dragonstone right now until you get a little bit closer and you're like, fuck me, that's the gates. God damn it. Mm. It's going to be interesting. We're like a week away from, you know, Lord of the Rings show. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the budget of this season was like less than half of what the Rings show was. Um, it'll be interesting to see who looks better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from the trailer that I saw of Rings of Power, uh, Thrones looks like it has the edge, but we'll see. Oh boy. oh, boy. Yeah, this is actually the third, I think, version of Dragonstone that we've seen. It's looked different every single time. This looks the best, though. Yeah. (laughs) 
Just tossing a fucking dragon egg around. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. But I guess now they're not as rare as they are come Thrones time, so... <clears throat> they're, they're not... At some point... They the dragons start, or they they actually stop producing eggs because they're um what do you call it ambidextrous is that it oh yeah um, <laughs> no <laughs> gender queer <laughs> they're not ambidextrous uh, they might be I don't know I mean they might be you know you never know I mean you wouldn't write anything down they're yeah. uh, the hypochondriacs is that it you know they got yeah, both sure sexes there. Uh... Yeah, they're switch hitters, you know. <laughs> they play for one team, and then they uh, they go on the other side, play for the other one. They're uh, yeah, dragons and fucking Martin's lore are hermaphrodites. Herma- hermaphrodites. Yeah, right. so they so they produce dragon dragon eggs on their own. I think they start producing like stone eggs and like petrified eggs. Hmm. Um, and then they stop producing eggs at all. So. It's a little bit of that. Also, there's a weird fan theory that the Maesters are actually behind the downfall of House Targaryen. Mm. Uh, just there's a lot of stories about like kings and other you know siblings and whatnot like dying on the throne and them just chalking it up. The throne killed him. Mm. Uh, they also think that a world is better without dragons. And uh, yeah, there's ongoing theories that. The Macers are actually the ones that killed off the dragons. This shit looks cool, too. You can actually see how much bigger Damon's dragon is to uh, Rhaenyra's, too. I'm not going with the dragon. I'm going to see. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm loving the dragon so far, and mm-hmm. I'm loving the. Uh, you know, we're two episodes in. We've seen three now, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's uh, I'm all about that shit, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, let's be real. Your show's called House of the Dragon, so you you, you got to deliver on like two things. There's got to be a house, and then there's got to be dragons. Yeah. Absolutely. Not House of Dragon. It's multiple dragons. I mean, I've seen both, so I feel like on that alone, we're pretty successful. Good. So cool seeing it fly out of the uh, mist there, though. here how about that yeah princess what what is she 15 16 she's riding a fucking dragon the fuck out of here dude how old do you think that targaryen was 15 (laughs) (laughs) reservoir dogs but it's set in westeros Stealing dragon eggs. Oh, dude, that's, what a fucking great line. 
Like, because they can say anything. And if you're 15 year old, if you're 15 years old and you got a fucking dragon, you can just be like, yeah. yeah, cool, whatever. But, you know, like, my dragon's just going to fucking roast y'all. Exactly. It's fantastic. I, I, I got to tell you, I've, I've hit a total pothole now because all I can think about is Sir Orange bleeding out and, you know, <laughs> Sir White trying to find him some milk of the poppy in the back room. <laughs> First, stop pointing that crossbow at my father. <laughs> yeah, so just to kind of recap from the first episode, Viserys is pissed that Damon has taken up residence in the capital, hmm. in King's Landing, and where he should be. He should be in the veil with his wife, but he fucking hates his wife. Uh, talk shit about her all the time. And look, he's just, he's basically the prince of the city. He created the gold cloaks, gave them order. They're his men. They'll fucking die for him. Like, why would he want to leave? But then he does. <laughs> he goes again. He's like, fuck right. it. I'm going to practice polygamy again. I'm going to go get right. some bitch right. from the free cities. <laughs> Well, so his whore there. Mm-hmm. This always it always makes me wonder, like, what are the some real sexy Irish roles. bitch? That's what I'm saying. Like, she's not dressed to me. She's not dressed like a fucking harlot. She has like a nice white dress on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yet everybody immediately knows that she's a whore. Yeah, it's like whore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. She seems pretty put together. Her hair looks nice. She seems like a very nice lady. Yeah. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm a little fucked up. Yeah, peace, dude. I mean, that's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's only second to a jetpack. It really is. I it mean, really you'd be is. Hanging out with your homies is just like, all right, man. See you. And you just, yeah. You just fucking pull up. It's awesome. Oh god. I mean, the amount of fucking clout that you gotta have to not only, you know, take up a stronghold, but also have the admiration and loyalty of legions of men to then garrison it and, you know, provide food, logistics, Mm -hmm. be ready to go to war, all that stuff. It's wild. The uh, the moves that are made in the you know that were made in Thrones and looks like they're getting made in this show mm-hmm. and just like the scale of it, it, it I don't know oh, yeah. I feel like it's it's in the background we see it sometimes but it's it's massive massive mm-hmm. moves being made absolutely also a little backstory or a little history on uh, Dragonstone so the whoever the the Targaryen king is obviously resides in. Uh, King's Landing in the Red Keep, and he's crowned. He's he's the crowned king. That his heir, whoever his heir is, takes on the moniker of the Prince of Dragonstone, and he's supposed to be. That's supposed to just be his spot. He's supposed to stay on Dragonstone, mm. but Dragonstone kind of sucks. I mean, it's a fucking great place. It's got a nice bridge you can land your dragon on, but. Mm. 
you know, it it has like a small town kind of at the base of it, but it's not really it's not like a bustling city or anything. It's just basically a, a volcanic rock. So uh, Damon is, you know, as the rogue prince, his official title is the Prince of Dragonstone. Even though he's not going to be next in line, he should just mm-hmm. be the fucking prince. He just wants to fucking play with his goddamn models. Leave him alone. <laughs> Everybody leave him alone. He's got some quills. He just wants to paint these things. Have a little bit of mead. Show up at the tournament. Too much to ask, I guess. Now, I'm sorry. Who Who is this character? Oh, that's Lionel Strong. Lord okay. Lionel Strong. He is basically the Varus of the small council. Okay. So he's a master of whispers. Now, is the last name or the, the title of Strong, is that just given to those who don't have uh, another name? No, that's his last name. Okay, yeah, so, so it's Sir Robert Strong. Is is this a, a descendant or, or a, an ancestor of him? Very interesting. Very interesting. I don't know that myself. Okay. And now, Sir Robert Strong, you're referencing the mountain, right? That turns into... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> they talk about it in uh, Book 5, Dance of Dragons, Game of Thrones, about how he... Like, nobody knows anything about him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they checked on him, and yeah, he could be a descendant of a a strong... But they haven't been around in, you know, like a couple of hundred years or something like that. Their line has died off. Got it. So it could be more just an opportunistic thing, like grab a name that nobody knows anymore. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do that all the time in in the the, in-universe. Like, uh, especially, uh, like, um, what do they call them? Cell swords? Yeah. Or hedge knights or whatever. They'll just take fucking who's ever name. Uh, that is fucking weird timing. So as we're watching this, there's an app on my phone called Varus, and it just notified me that there's an update for the Varus app. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Very Some weird. Calls coming from inside the house. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm loving the armor of the king's guard, but similarly to our last commentary, I'm not loving the helm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's killing the overall aesthetic there. I mean, I don't even know why they would should wear helms in the red keep. Mm. Maybe it's a formality. Yeah, so I guess this it, it's not so much that she spoke up. I mean, it is because she spoke up during the fucking small council meetings, but it's the fact that it's a big thing 
in this world is that you just can't, as the king's daughter, you just can't take off. You got to ask to fucking take off. You got to mm-hmm. ask for leave to go and do whatever. Um, but obviously, she knew if she did ask, he would say no. So that's why he's fucking pissed because yeah, she didn't ask his leave. But I like that he doesn't hold that grudge. You know, I, I just go. fucking yeah. like this guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, you're right. Yeah, you got it. That's ah, why fuck. I'm I fucking picked you. You you got a point, kid. Yeah, he, I mean, he didn't have, and he's not going to have even like half the dialogue that he has in the um, or the, the mm. book doesn't have half the dialogue that Shovisaris has here. It's fucking great. Yeah, Patty's so good, man. Like, he just... I don't know. He's just disappearing in this role, and I'm fucking loving it. Mm. Even the look is a little off. We talked about that last week, but I still dig it. He looks like he's cosplaying a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. That, you shouldn't have said that, dude. <laughs> it makes a very, very definitive line in the sand. Yeah. CG's looking great. It does look good. Just stands up and walks out the window. (laughs) Tom and Brad. That that, uh, went in a direction. So what I'm looking forward to is meeting some Targaryens who don't have long hair. I want to see like a fucking David Bo, uh, no, uh, Sting in Dune, like a Fade Rautha, you know, Speedo and Spikes with white hair or oh, something. Like, let's get some different looks going on here. Oh yeah. If I ever lose my friend. Oh boy. Yeah. Sitting tall in his fucking chair. That's right. Turn this up a little bit. Yeah, even the costuming is great in this. Like, I, I love that um, characters have their uh, like their family sigils mm-hmm. on like breastplates or, or, or belts, belt buckles, or something like. Yeah, know, that's something a somewhere mm-hmm. big thing in universe. I always love yeah. that when Martin goes into those details. <clears throat> so they they discussed it, right? 
Varus and uh, Varus, Viserys and uh, Rain, uh, Rhaenyra? What is the decision was going to be? I don't think that he tells her who his decision is going to be. Just that it's an important decision that has to be made. Yeah. Yeah, I pictured Otto Hightower from the books uh, to be much older. Interesting. Than, uh, than Rises. Still works, though. So she's got her own sworn sword, her own Kingsguard. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I didn't notice that skull yeah, before. Me either. That was fucked up. Now, was did this land for you? Did this seem like a big reveal? Um, it it was a little bit for me because I didn't. I'm just kind of taking this in no, as sure, I'm watching absolutely. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't. Realize he'd be reaching out to Damon. I, I yeah. thought. I mean, my first thought was like, okay, well, well, are we about to be introduced to the little finger of the series? You know, and it was like somebody on the small council that he'd be talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is this is an interesting wrinkle. It's just funny how complicated and I, I don't know j- just 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 how um, yeah complicated that's the word complicated these like like it, the infighting goes and mm-hmm. certain people have certain angles on others and the idea of like a bad person doesn't really exist it's just kind of shades of gray with everyone. Basically, always, what have you done for me lately in this universe? You know? Always, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's funny. It reminds me a little bit of Succession, in a way. Like, with some of how the plots turn out, or, like, how the characters interact. Mm-hmm. This all just looks totally fucked up, though. Dude. <laughs> I mean... Look at this, dude. Fuck. Hold up, I'm gonna nail you to a post and let the crabs have you. After I hath you. What? Oh, God. That was a great line he said. He's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware that you, you also had a king for a brother. <laughs> right. They're good with quips, man. Those targs. Mm. Also, Chad C sent me a text this morning. It said, hashtag team crab feeder. And I hadn't be. watched it yet, so I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck this kid's talking about. These chads, they love sending you fucking spoilers before you watch shit on HBO lately. Jesus. They definitely do. Must be a chad thing. So I'm not into dreadlocks at all. I would never have them, but if I did, I would definitely have these dreadlocks. Hmm. Dreadlocks look to be, I don't know, just dirty all the time and oh yeah what, well the thing that works for these dreadlocks is the white hair absolutely the valerian silver hair 
Now, if you had silver dreadlocks, you just wind up looking like the fucking ghost from Matrix Two, the twins. I can live with that. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad look. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, just know what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, so I hated when this episode ended because I gotta know who the fuck that guy is. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that look is just fucked up. Now, now uh, again, questions are gonna keep coming up. Is this a plot line in Fire and Blood that you're you're aware of? You know what's how this is going to unfold? Yes. Okay, cool. cool. Um Very but nice. the crab feeder that mm. I mean I'm a little out of uh practice. It's been I don't know, almost a year since I last read it, so or since I read it. Uh mm. So the specific crab feeder people, I don't know if that's a show thing. Um, I know, let's see, how do I say this? The Stepstones, right? Which is where the Crab Feeder mm. people were. Yeah. I know that exists. Those people exist, but I don't know if they're called Crab Feeders. And they're making them look super fucking gothic and weird, and I love it. I just don't remember if that was their characterization in the book. Okay. But the overall... Uh, thing that Corliss is offering Damon, yeah, I, I I know where that goes. I remember, I remember that for sure. Got it, got it. All right, all right. Very intrigued. I mean, this this episode was a little bit slower than last week for me, but mm-hmm. uh, that that wasn't really a bad thing. I I, I really kind of liked what what they laid out here, and uh, yeah, building blocks for the future. So hopefully, the show continues to be uh, entertaining. Absolutely, absolutely. Now. Um, I know that through uh, dubious means the show gets released a day earlier or has. It does. It does. Um, So I don't know if that changes our trajectory. Maybe we should just not count on that. It might. You never know. Sometimes, uh, sometimes AMG gets, gets, uh, their hands on stuff, uh, early for a time. And then that sort of stops being a thing. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. You never, uh. Never, never know for sure. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, you can call 708-406-9546 and call the BingeCast. Let the boys know what you think of House of the Dragon, what you think of House of the Dragon commentaries, and uh, ask them a question, give a review, do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, Patreon.com slash binge media for the full binge. Five bucks a month gets you commentaries. Gets you extra content. Everything after the binge cast. After we're done recording the binge cast, we do some games. We do some tournaments, things like that. Five bucks a month gets you all that. All right, pretty cheap on the whole of things. Yup. Uh, yep. Let's see. Anything else we got to plug? Am I missing anything? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, if you didn't listen to it, full binge this week had a gladiator commentary with uh, the two of us. So you know, it's worth your time. time. Go check that out. And, uh, yeah, no, nothing else, uh, nothing else going on. All right, buddy. Legalize ranch. There's a sounder my wife would love. Bird up. Ah! All right, that's the sound, sounder I love. <laughs>
It's time to ranch it up! Look! You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Binge Media. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. I got that. Double downing on being dicks.